Oh yeah, it's time once again for the podcast you know and love. All that is all that is that is with DJ Wig and the crew. Here they are, ready to talk about everything from political-ish, movie-ish, sport-ish, and even just plain crazy-ish. Ish. Enjoy all that ish. Uh, happy Easter, all that good. Sh- uh, oh, see, I was about to, <laughs> I'm about to just wild out, man. That was just, just, just wrong. I'm about to sit there and just say, and all that. I'll say ish, as I should. You know what I mean? It's a good deal. So, happy Resurrection Day, happy Easter, all that good stuff. If you did the bunny thing, I'm not gonna hold it against you. I'm not big on it, but it is what it is. But hey, Peter without- Cottontail, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See, you you talking all that trash. Uh, all right, since you want to run his mouth all out the blue, let's do it. Man. King Dino. Greetings, salutations, and happy Easter. Mm. If you celebrate it. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Also, in the building, we have... Uh, Double T, Dr. Taylor, whatever you want to call him, he, he's in the building. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? Chilling like a villain, hanging from the ceiling. We've also got, since uh, since we since we got to do it, my man CB is in the building. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, brothers. Welcome, brothers. Glad to be here. And, uh, of course... We we have this guy, Doctor Brooks, Brooks, aka Macaroni <laughs> Tony. What's up, Gary, Indiana? The Magic City. What you know about that? Mm, all right, Gary, Indiana. Well, that's Gary. Hey, you hey, know, fill, you fill, us in, fill us in, Macaroni Tony. Ain't no baloney. Fill us in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no baloney, homie. You know I got folks in the Magic City. You better holler at me. Uh, hey, how y'all all y'all doing, man? On this fine <laughs> fine Easter. Somebody eating chips. Man, good to go, brother. <laughs> I wonder what that means. <laughs> Here we go with the chip consumption. I ain't going to say that. That's a grape. Damn, how do your grapes grape. sound like Damn, chips? You got them extra crunchy grapes. <laughs> this <laughs> shit is <laughs> something special. Wow. Uh, them, them grapes sound like rap snacks. <laughs> right, baby. <laughs> Yo. Hey. No, he ate a rap snack, and then when we said, what's that? And then he put a grape put, up. Put up a like, grape. oh, it was a grape. He's eating rap. CB, <laughs> do you like rap snacks? Be honest. <laughs> Don't lie. You like rap snacks. Ain't nothing wrong with some rap snacks. eyes may shine. Your teeth may grit. But this little grape you never may get. <laughs> oh, is that Dolomite? That's what it sounds like. He pulls some old, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, hey, I, I, that fog? Oh, I put the what H what on it? it to emphasize it's nigga. <laughs> or, or was it Bullhorn from Black Dynamite? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. that. Hey, that's the neighborhood in the 70s. The neighborhood. <laughs> Can I have some? Your eyes, no, you can't. Your eyes may shine. Your teeth may grit. But these little <laughs> M&Ms you never make yet. <laughs> See, it's the way he said never. It did sound like some, dole, saying, some oh, dolomite black and shit, shit. Right? And nah, bro. Look, it's straight up the rhyme scheme. I'm just man. like, man, it, look, he's an MC and we didn't know it. Oh, there you go. Hell, motherfucker, yeah, don't forget it. 
Uh, why you got to start? Why you got to start? CB, why you cussing, CB? Right no one else is saying that shit. Hey, I'm going to tell you. You call us MF. I, 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 okay, sir. <laughs> I was doing this shit when your mom and daddy no, was no. in the utility room to have teenage coming. sex. He, yeah, you, you think you're a smooth criminal. You better take a look at the man in the mirror. You better quit playing. And they came out of there. <laughs> take a look at the man in the mirror. In the utility room, and they didn't even wash their hands. Nasty, nasty. Uh-oh, look, look. How many dead. people are you watching have sex? This is what I want to know, you freak. <laughs> your voyeur. I was there when your granddaddy and your grandma. They were sneaking out. Hey, they were sneaking out in the bar. Oh, came back in with all that. All that hay on them. <laughs> Think, man, nobody know what they was doing. Dang. Hey, Cleveland's in the building, y'all. Yo, what up? What up? What's going on, cat? Uh, hey, man, got me started early in the month, early on Resurrection Sunday. See, that's the you, see, and that's the problem. That's a shame. But uh oh, wait, wait a minute, y'all. Got five minutes to get right. Five minutes. Oh, circus, circus now. Take a topic. You got five minutes to talk about it. Oh. Yeah, we got a we got a couple uh couple wild ones for the quickies too. Uh, yeah, there was a uh, a young man that uh, found himself in a a bit of a situation, if you will. Uh, he he thought he was he thought he was cool. Um, and it you know it took place. In my commonwealth, yes, VA, baby, two up, two down, all day. Hush, don't say a damn word, Dr. Brooks. Thank you. Anytime I want to shout out my shit, you got something to say. Don't, hey, don't hold your head and all that shit now. Don't say nothing. Every goddamn show, he want to talk about something. Washington, this, Tacoma, Seattle, something. Don't say nothing. All right. Hey, shout out to the Big Easy. You see what I'm saying? Since he, look, look, I gotta give Dr. Taylor some love. So <laughs> that's how we're gonna do that. Um, Hello. <laughs> see? See, when folks don't over, overdo it, I, I'll even, you know what I'm saying? Spread love. This dude. But anyway, you've seen all the stuff on YouTube and everything else where folks wanna cut up, wanna do all kinds of pranks on folks and this, that, and the third. But let me. Let me let me play this little gem right here for you. This this was interesting, to say the least. It, it, it's pretty one? good. All right, let me play this. Get it pulled up for you. Check it out. A YouTuber has been hospitalized after being shot while filming a prank video. This happened Sunday at a mall in Virginia. Officials say 21-year-old Tanner Cook was shot in the stomach by 31-year-old Alan Cauley. Cook was trying to prank Cauley on video for his channel Classified Goons. Cauley now faces three charges, including use of a firearm to commit a felony. Cook says the incident won't stop him from making prank videos. Now, see... And this is my thing. He was fucking around with a grown ass man trying to do these bullshit ass pranks. Look, man. I can't be it's mad. One in games. Hey, until it's somebody gets shot in the stomach. The prank, though? Are we going to see the video? Yo, where he gets shot? You know he's going to put it up there because he wants all the followers. These folks out here wilding out for some damn followers, man. I don't know what it is. It's not, just, out. It, it's not just the followers. 
is once you get past a certain amount of followers, you get sponsorships. Oh well, yeah. And, you know, so they're 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 creating income at all costs, and especially not acknowledging the rights of others when they do these pranks. Because a lot of times when they do these pranks, they're actually doing something against somebody that you wouldn't want done. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he about to be like the Tupac of prank video people. Cause he got shot. If he come back and make another prank, it's like, oh, oh shit. He's <laughs> Oh, he ain't gonna be in Virginia doing that, John. Cause guess what? He, uh, yes, so, no, he will be. No, no, no. So look, look, what happened was that man messed around with somebody grown and now that person is probably in jail. You see what the charges you heard what them charges were talking about. So some yeah. family member is not going to take too kindly of that. Let your boy sit there and be doing some more. They're going to catch his ass, and you won't hear nothing else about him. Yeah, man. Uh, That's just these, real these talk. Dudes, these dudes don't, I mean, it's, it's, this is nothing new. There was another, People getting another tired video of that they're going out where uh, this guy, it was in the mall. Y'all might have seen it. Y'all might not. This dude was in the mall, and this, this man was with his girlfriend. And, you know, they're going up opposite escalators, and the dude figures he's going to reach out and touch this man's girlfriend. You know, that man snatched him up real quick. Yeah, I see, you know. That's just dangerous. You better yeah, quit man. fucking around. Look, it, it ain't, you know, <laughs> we all, we, we like to laugh. We, we get on here, we chuckle up, we laugh. But there's there's definitely a line, you know, and I think we all know it as grown men. These dudes, they, they're trying to get clicks on the internet. They end up getting hurt. Well, okay, you got the clicks, but now you paralyzed. You know, whatever. Mm. You know, just just don't understand. Everybody, it ain't, it ain't fun and games for everybody. It ain't unsweet. Some of these dudes... Will come out and hurt you over something like that. You know, well, some of the stuff is in straight violation, though, man. Like, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. there was the one where the dude was talking about, um, "You want these hands?" Like, who? Like, that's that's not a prank. That's nothing to be played with. There's rules yeah. to this shit. So when people be running out here in these streets and be like, "Yo, you want these hands, Bruh, That's an invitation. You are letting yeah. it, let it, letting it be known that you want some. And then yeah. when it's provided, now all of a sudden, oh no, man, I was just—it was a joke. It was—it was a prank. Nah, bro. Yeah. You signed up for this. Get these hands. I know. <laughs> look, Donna Brooks want to say something. <laughs> I just think the dude want to be starting something, and then he got his ass whipped. Well, he got yeah, shot in the stomach, look, though. Look, how, how old are these guys? Yo, you said twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. The guy who did it, and yeah. thirty-one is the guy who shot. He messing with a grown man. But that but that go to show you the damn disconnect, the generational disconnect, right? Bro. You can't play. This whole next generation is living life through their phones. They don't even interact with people no more. So they don't know the rules. Right. Hmm. And basically, if you go to run up on somebody sideways, they're going to straighten your ass out. Or shoot you in the yeah. abdomen. Apparently. Yep. Yeah. Man, that, oh, we ain't get hardly Seven, no time on that six, one. Five, That's enough time to get shot in the stomach. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, I ain't doing no pranks on nobody. Nah. Mm. Nah. I mean, and I mean nobody. All that April Fool stuff, man. I done seen see it go way wrong too many times. Oh, yeah. Everybody, like I said, everybody don't want that kind of laugh. Everybody doesn't want to be made to look like a fool, and some people would take it to a whole nother level. Oh yeah, you know, just just because these dudes, like I said, they think it's funny, man. You you violate, you touch somebody's woman if you want to, and you you almost ask, you're asking for it, man. That dude was ready to give it to him too. You know, or he cut or, the video. 
Go ahead. Or, or touch somebody because they know yeah. to get what they want, their lives know no bounds. Yeah, I just okay. think like like we said. I think they're, they're socially awkward, and they don't even know they're socially awkward. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're gonna move on to this next this next topic that we've coined uh, doggy style. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> investigators release new details about a woman accused of having sex with a dog on video. Uh, this list took place in Jones County, Mississippi. Uh, officials have released uh, the details of, of about a, a 19-year-old woman who had sex with a dog on multiple occasions. Uh, Denise Frazier, uh, Dirty D, as they they call her. Dirty street. Diana. Call her. call her Dirty D. Dirty D nice uh, out in the streets. Um, she was arrested Wednesday and charged with unnatural intercourse and aggravated cruelty of an animal. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> I'm gonna keep reading, but we got we got to go back to that that statement right there. But um, during her initial court appearance Thursday, a judge set Fraser's bond at twenty five thousand. Damn, twenty five thousand wowsies. Thou wowsies. Now look, hey, look. If found, wow, 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 <laughs> if found guilty, <laughs> Frazier could spend up to ten years in prison. Forget <laughs> who dog was that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dog is like hell yeah, hell yeah. Give it to her, dog. I don't like what she did. <laughs> that was my cousin Cujo. He gave it a business, man. He blew her back out. Uh, <laughs> that's so wrong, man. Don't clap yeah. for that. God dang, man. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Will she serve it at a regular prison or like an animal shelter where the Bruh. animals is locked away? Bruh, I, you know what? This is crazy. I just hope she ain't pregnant. You know, this could get real weird, man. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, I, hey, like it, you never know, man. You never know. All the dogs. Well, she was about- pregnant. You know, it'd be all males. <laughs> Because if you do it doggy style, that's how you get boys. Man. Did you know that? I don't know. She, uh, my she, question, my question is, bro, how is Mississippi setting the standard on this, bro? Let's keep it real. Bro. Oh, it's probably oh, but, happened before. Oh, right. It's, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it's happened before. This ain't all, new. Of all places, though, Mississippi, bro. But oh. then you also got to think about this, man. It was probably unlawful to have sex with one of us if you were outside of your uh, race that point in time, yeah, too. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, might yeah, still right? be on the books good. Yeah, it's, and yeah. It, probably, it probably is. There's a lot of Southern states who else are outside of So you think it was a black dog? Is what you're saying? It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Double jeopardy. <laughs> I bet you the dog did. Which is what made it real bad if it had been like a Labrador or some shit. Oh, my God. Probably well, look, now, like now you know she's in trouble. Now it's oh, uh, It was a German Shepherd. It was a black German shepherd. Yeah, it was a, all it was black a, German shepherd. It was a German shepherd. So, hey, they're like, we got you for a gang of shit. Hey, now, now, hold on, hold on, because I was the one that first read this article. It wasn't well, that well, just, how? It, it Where'd you find it at? On Facebook. He was looking for it. He, was, he saw it in a closet by your grandparents. <laughs> Down in the utility room, and you didn't watch that. I saw him in the utility room having sex. So the dog and the girl come out there, didn't even wash their hands. The dog come out, he wants some water. 
No, 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 no. So here's how bad it was. It was several dogs that in succession. So what she actually did was. <laughs> what are you saying? Wait, wait, wait. Run wait a minute. You're using big words. <laughs> so wait, so wait. So they let the dogs, she let the dogs run the train on them. That's God what happened. Dang, man. Hold, hold up. Go oh, wait a minute. This ain't, this is not right. I, wait, they ran a train on. Oh, I can't. I mean, look, I'm wondering. Hey, 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 what's the communication piece here? We got two two minutes, huh? What's the communication piece here? I mean, how how can she? Okay, she's you know whatever's going to happen, right? She's allowing this to happen. But Michael Vick financed any. He went to jail for financing dog fight. He lost his whole career. Off of that, let's. I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens, man. We're gonna have to give a that little was the, update that was the something. yeah that was the irony of reading that story. I'm like, wow, you know, those are some wild. I mean, that's a long time to go to jail for having sex with a bunch of dogs. She <laughs> said she's now. She said she was forced to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's another part. She did she say was she forced. was forced. She said she was forced. Yeah. So she so tooted it up. And they came and they ran the train on her. And she said, at no time could she overpower the German shepherds, is what she's saying. I'm, 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 I'm asking. I'm, I'm just asking. They could have been some police dogs. You don't know. <laughs> so if she hit them, it would have been a felony. It would have been like an a, officer. A, assault in the officer. Uh, you don't know. But, 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 I mean, general thing, this is sick. This is sick. This is sickness, right? And, and um, On whose part? If she was forced to do it, Come on, man! But the, but you if you read the article, there is videos of several times. No, I get that. So it's not so if you were for I don't know. It just doesn't add up. It's just not, you know. It's 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 nasty. Yeah, it's it is. Nasty. Yeah, at least she at, at least she's alive because yeah. we had a white dude let a, a horse do him in the ass or something. Up here in Washington, oh, many okay. moons ago. Yeah, see, you got to clarify. Many moons ago. Don't be saying we had. Listen, the, I, we didn't have nobody on the show doing no bullshit like that. No, nah, no, don't do that. Don't do I've been watching the state. I'm saying, oh, see, some, see? some, yes, some, see, some dudes out in the sticks was letting horses do them. One exploded his ass, and then his friend was like, "Oh shit, what do I do?" Took him to the emergency room, dropped him off, and he died. And then the friend got charged with a crime. I don't know what happened to the horse. Oh my god! <laughs> the horse got hey, counseling. Hey, 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 you know, you know what? Equine happened? counseling you know or equine you know, therapy. You know that was a horse of a different color. <laughs> yeah. And the dude, his oh his co god. his accomplice that dropped man. him off at the emergency room and took off. He got charged with something. It's stupid. Oh, it's stupid. Oh, thank God. Let's pray to God none of this happens, though. I don't. <laughs> Random dish. Random. I am so happy that this is over. Yeah. People, stop having sex with animals. Yeah, don't do it. Oh man, that was bad. <laughs> no, uh, no future. No future animals. Oh, this shouldn't take that long. This is uh, this is actually uh qu quite interesting. There's a uh, I think it's on Netflix. There's a um a series called Luther and they've actually made a, a a movie about it about the series it's uh Luther Fallen Son 
Uh, it's on Netflix. It's uh, it says uh, haunted by an unsolved murder. Brilliant but disgraced London police detective John Luther breaks out of prison to hunt down a sadistic serial killer. Uh, John Luther is played by none other than Idris Alba, and uh, he does some fine work in in the uh, in the movie. In the show, he does some fine work. The movie, I had started it, but then I needed to get some sound bites for a story that's later on in the show, so I didn't get to finish watching it, but it was going quite well. Very suspenseful. Um, he dealing with this, yo, this, this dude is just, dude is just sick, man. Like, uh, there's one part in the movie where the guy does something, I don't want to spoil it, but he does something, and then, of course, he shows up, you know, after the police get there to just watch the aftermath and just see how they go about their business. He's standing right there. It's just, it's just wild, man. Yeah, it's wild. But uh, it deserves a, a, a quick quick check out. Check it out. Look at it. Enjoy it. Um, I like to sit there and talk about uh, and bring about movies that, uh, you know, have us doing our thing. And it's a good one. Whether it's here or across the pond or whatever, as long as the skin is the, is the color, we're going to check it. You know what I mean? Check well, it on wait, out. You know what I'm locking ass about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say what? I'm locking he said locking ass. He said locking ass. Pause. Pause. What you, you doing now? You know what I'm locking ass about? This ain't about no Luther Vandross biopic. Oh, no. We had a biopic for everybody else. God damn it. We need to have a Luther Vandross biopic. Okay? We done had Ray Charles, Freddie it's, Mercury, it's coming. Whitney Houston, uh, Johnny Cash. We done had a couple of Joaquin. Whitney Houston joints. Yeah, why can't we have we had TLC Wendy Williams? Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get to sing halfway as good as Luther Vandross? Well, they had to wait. They had to wait eight years for Jamie Foxx for Ray. Man, I think if you make that, a lot of people going to be disappointed. They probably disappointed than anything to learn what they didn't know about Luther Vandross. Man, what we already knew. Didn't anybody care about what was that man <laughs> was doing? Nobody cared. That man real, was singing, hey, hey, oh, see, but this hey, this brings up this brings about something crazy because also I think on Netflix, um, they dropped another daggone surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So the question, see, we don't care what Luther preference may or may not have been, because he created good music. Never did. But we shut down as we should, as we should now. We 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 kinda like boom. Arkells and he need to be in jail and he's there. Um but the boycotting of the music, when I listened to when I was listening to the music, I didn't I know what I was thinking. And everything I was thinking dealt with a grown ass woman. I mean I look I, I get that, but I think is look, nobody's whether R. Kelly is a musical genius or not. I, I think we all understand that. But we can't I listen think, to his music now. If somebody catch you listening to his hey, music, they on, got they on. looking at you look, some kind of way. If you if you are listening to his music now, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not looking at you any kind of way. That is your choice. So I can listen look, to it? As, I'm good? Hey, you don't, first of all, you don't need anybody's permission. Can I listen to it around you? I can listen to R. I, Kelly around you? Hey, man, look, I, I, I'm not one to... Look, I don't, I don't support R. Kelly. And, and the things that he's done. But I already I, bought I the CDs, man. What I'm supposed to do with these <laughs> shits? 
You want I, me to do so like uh, just the just say I, no I, and ride I, o- ride again, over look, them? Once again, I'm only speaking for myself. I don't care what you do. What you do? I don't. Do you listen to Arkells? No, I don't. You let all you let it all go. I don't. I let it go. Damn. I mean, like, he, like I did too, but I'm I ain't gonna lie. I'm in withdrawal. But, but you know what? Sometimes. But, but look at the same. But at the same time, I'm, I don't get why. Look, I, I understand how people feel because look, I've got daughters. You know, I have a wife. You know, I I know how I feel about some of the things he's done. There's there's predators out there, and and what I don't want to do is is stand here and and support you know this person that i do not agree with his lifestyle and the things he's done it's not for me you know to place he, he got judgment to replace judgment on him but i don't have to support him other people who do i can't stand when somebody looks at you if you do look and and have some idea to judge who you are man look no, nobody knows your story nobody knows you know how you feel about anything and even more it's not my business so for those people who, are, who still listen to R. Kelly, hey, hey, man, no no ill will. Who am I to tell you who you are and what you're doing? I personally don't support him. I won't support him. I won't listen to him. And that's just the way I feel because of the things that he's done. But I do not dispute the fact that he is a musical genius. That's true. Well, for the record, so for the record, I, I, I haven't listened to him since he, he done went in. But there are a couple jams that have been like the soundtrack of my youth. Like, you know what I mean? Like in sure, college, man. I was blowing, yo, blowing backs out, son. Every, all of us, <laughs> every one of us. Yeah, look, yo, look, look, every, hey, every let, let it be known. You was blowing backs out, was you pissing look, on people? There's, there's, not a, there's not a person out there. There's not, look, even today when you got some of these, look, they still play, depending on where you go, you go in a club downtown in Charleston, they still play an ignition because Ooh. it's, it's they, they, hey, and look. Dang. No, they're playing the ignition because they're old and outdated. Is what no, the hell no, they're doing? No. They're playing. Look, listen, they're playing ignition because they are primarily white clubs who don't care. Mm, I didn't think about they're, that. Right. So you saying the white folks is supporting R? But wait, but wait, wait. Just keep keep the same energy, bro. Not just you, but anybody who's giving up on it on movies, TV yeah. shows. Netflix, anything that has to do with entertainment, that type of stuff has been going on in the entertainment industry for a very, very long That's time. That's right. So That's I want here, people here, to here. keep the same energy when we're ready to cancel and all of us black folks who want to jump on, on, on the bandwagon and cancel R. Kelly, we need to cancel every Harvey Weinstein movie oh, ever made. Oh, for sure. Every, yeah, man. Uh, you know, yeah, but and, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. Multiple, but I think the multiple. difference with R. Kelly's songs clearly tell you he was doing the shit. That's oh, what there's I other, other people's songs. And, and His songs and, like it no, seems no. like you're you ready. Got, that you girl is twelve. She ain't ready, ready Mark. No, no, Doc, Doc, I know what you're saying. No, no, so this, you. this what happens. This what happens because this is in recent times. Y'all forget history. Chuck Berry was doing the same thing. Mm. Jerry Lee Lewis was doing the same. Come thing. on, yeah. Elvis Presley yes. was doing the same thing. Mm. So yeah. now, because we're in this time and this day and age, we ostracize R. Kelly. Well, yes. goddamn it, there was parents that was feeding these women. They were. Ladies. That's a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. Well, sir, they were did, did they have a cataloged video collection of them peeing on people? I don't think so. Hey, well, but, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. I stopped with R. Kelly when that first video came out, all right, because I had a daughter. Yeah. Okay. So, but here, here's the thing. R. Kelly is a product of the modern day. 
had all this uh this uh videos and internet and all that stuff been out doing Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh Chuck Berry, all those guys did the same damn thing and they in the rock and roll hall of fame. That's and right. if they were still alive, they were still yeah. getting paid. Elvis married yeah. Lisa Marie when she was a child, and they just yeah. made a whole movie off it that won an Academy Award. Yeah, but no, yet we so, sure. but we will be ready to throw our own people under the jail for the same shit they've been doing forever. Hey, and hey, make no mistakes, man. I mean, look, I I think that we say I hear what you're saying, Doc. Don't get me wrong, not to, I'm definitely not trying to discredit it, but look, those you talking about Jerry Lee Lewis, you talking about Chuck Berry, you're talking about Elvis Presley, those aren't people of today. We talking about we talking about today. I I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, trust me, I I get it, but I'm talking about someone who is relevant today, somebody who has made such a dent in today's pop culture and music scene. I can't speak to, I wasn't around when Chuck Berry was, sorry, I was a little, you know, I'm a 74 baby. You know, I wasn't You're around when- 74 years old? I can see I'm, that. I'm, but here, here, here's another you know, point. So, 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 you... so, but hold on, let me finish. But, but so doc, I, I hear what you're saying and you're right. We do have to keep that same energy, but we're still talking about today and right now. I have daughters, I have a wife, I have friends who look trafficking, trafficking assault predators. That's a very real thing, and we we do have we can't stand here and say I hate to say it, man, but the Boondocks had it right. You know, if I don't know if y'all ever saw that episode of Boondocks and they were talking about R. Kelly, but it's like because he made this fly ass music, everybody <laughs> just basically turned turned the other cheeks to the things that he was doing because you know he may step in the minute in the name of love. So you know. I'm, I hear you. I think you are correct. We do have to keep that same energy. We have to speak up against that when we say it's not okay. But let me talk. Let, I, I, I get your point. But I want to re. I, I want to re. Uh, I want to rephrase or reinvent or or, or 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 reorganize relevancy. Okay. Had there been no Elvis Presley, and there's a dude before Elvis Presley, that's a black dude. That Elvis Presley stole his stylings and everything off of Little Richard. Had to, <clears throat> and Little Richard. No, no, yeah. it's before him. If you, Even uh, Chuck Berry. No, no. But okay, it's a whole say, lot of black but, people. But, 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 my point pies. is this. My point is this. Relevancy. Had those dudes not been around, R. Kelly wouldn't be making music because those are the dudes that set for how music would be made for the next 60, 40, 60 years. Okay. The past is. What's happening now, okay? If those things aren't done, we don't have the foundation to stand on to create what we've created. Yeah, nobody so, just, nobody's disputing that. Nobody they just want to see YGs. No, no, is no, that no, what you're no. saying? My, my response is in relevancy. Those people who created that music is still relevant. Sure. It, it goes into, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't this supposed to be a quickie? About Aegis Elba. <laughs> hey, but this ain't no this ain't no six minute subject. Yeah, I feel you. No, it's not. No, because it's Aegis Elba's. Idris Elba's. He's a quickie. Is it Idris? We or done, Idris? Hey, we done left off that thing. We done. Yeah, then, that was a whole other time. Went into to it. No, well, no. All, you, all I'm you, saying is, all I'm saying is this: when it happened to Chuck Berry, okay, he went to jail too, but also they killed him economically, okay. Nothing ever happened to Jerry Lee Lewis. Nothing, nothing, ever, nothing ever happened, ever to, happened Elvis. to Elvis. Okay, but well, all of their music sets precedent for music that's happening today. Well, they which, just made they which, just made a damn Elvis movie last year. Yeah, which goes into relevancy. Okay, <laughs> the reason why 
that 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 R. Kelly is spending time in jail is because a bunch of people got together and said, okay, this is not only relevant, we don't want to see this happening, so this guy is going to be the martyr. Elvis yeah. should have been in prison. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis should have been in prison. Yeah. Chuck Berry went to prison. And there's yeah. a whole host of other entertainers that we don't even know about that things are flailing out, that their habits and deviances are out there that nobody says anything out. R. Kelly yeah. was wrong, but he was a sacrificial lamb. Okay, there's nothing. I don't. I don't think that he was I don't, wrong. I okay. I can't. You know, for a long time, I I agreed with that narrative that he was essentially like a music martyr. Fuck all that. That nigga was on some whole next level. He they re they was able to Rico him because he was Ricoable. Yes, because yes. what he was doing was enterprise. He took it. He took it to a next level, an yeah. impressive next level. And not only that, but he kept his foot on the damn accelerator the entire time. Yeah. He didn't stop until they put his ass behind bars. Well, see, and so that goes why, with so Doctor. Why, why, okay. why didn't Grizel? Why didn't Grizel get Rico? Mm. I think she same, should get Rico for doing too. the same exact shit for uh, what's his name? The duel with the private eye. Yeah, Epstein, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, but, she should have got Rico too. I think but, they kind of, but they should have Rico. Nah, but the thing didn't. is, hey, the only thing, did. the only reason I could think of is if it was just her and him, <laughs> that's different than R. Kelly and like twenty other people. You know the reason. But 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 look, here, not only that, but look, no no matter what, look, those of us right here on this panel, we we can we can state what's right. You know, we can you know according to our values, we can we can hold debates over our values for sure but but we do not control what else is going on with them out there you know we we're saying it as if everybody's going to agree or act as if we will you know let's make no mistake there's one two three four five of us on here right now uh six cleveland comes back you know i i think we can all agree about that stuff but you we also know that look when it comes down to it he was i do believe who just said he was that sacrificial that was me. That was me. One Who stated second. that? Okay. That so, was me. But Chuck so, Berry so, was so, Yeah, no, no. Look, and, and I, I definitely think you're right because we'll stand here and, and no matter how I feel about Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's the one that's here today. We can't look at anybody else and think that they're going to do what we would do. We would, we would say, hey, across the board, everybody gets the same treatment. Come on, fellas. We know that's not the we know that's not the world we live in. We we know that's not the world we live in. You know, so 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 look, we could we could hope as much as we want, we could talk as much as we want, but the reality is, is that's not the world we live in. That that don't mean that oh well if they're not gonna do it to them, then I can't really get the pass. Nobody should get a pass for that, man. I have I have children. Yeah, you know, I value it. I value my daughters. Those those people, even those people who let that happen to their kids, some of them people was like, oh, they knew they knew where they was going. Come on, man. You yeah. think what am I gonna do as a as a dad? You really think yeah. I'm gonna let my daughter go off? My 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 oldest daughter is 16. You think I'm gonna let her go anywhere, anywhere with anybody and, and not and not be dad and take care of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then what they don't bring up is the parents. That offered these kids up to that man. Yeah. Okay. So it, none of that could have happened without the parents being complicit in some way. No, no. Too much, too frequent. 
Okay. And, and even and, and even if not complicit, they still didn't step up and say, hey, or, or I should parents. say they didn't. Yeah, I, I should say some of those parents still didn't do what parents should do and make sure. Not just, hey, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to give you my, my verbal, none of that. Look, you can't go there. If I got to show up there in front of that door, then I got to come up there in front of that door and stop you from going in there. You know what I mean? But, I, one of the dudes did go and, and scoop my, his daughter up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and my big thing is, the ones who let it happen, why aren't they in jail too? Why isn't there just as big of a cry for them? Yeah. Okay, yeah. because, you know, my child, my house, my rules, you break that, I got bail money. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's why I get so adamant about it. Like that none of that could have happened without the parents or someone close in the family being compliant in some type of way. Anybody yeah. steps in and somebody doing something wrong to your kids and you step in and you tell them you're gonna die or I'm gonna die, the shit's gonna stop. Hmm. Okay, and that's who I know father one on one. There it is, man. There it is. But I, I'll say this, and 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 we will end it with this here. It goes kind of what with what Dr. Taylor was saying with keeping that same energy. You know what I mean? Regardless of race, regardless of whatever, these people are tear to to folks' children. So that stuff needs to needs yeah. to go, go down. Um, moving on to our next topic, and 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 this one is a is a wild one. Um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play something, and then we're gonna we're gonna get into this. You don't get your way. You can't come to the well, bring your friends, and throw a temper tantrum with an adolescent bullhorn. There's something. Now, the the voice you just heard was that of Republican Representative Andrew Farmer, uh, and Wait, he are he. The quickies over though. Yeah, the quickies is done. So, oh, you're Where right. Where's the music? Um, I need that I, music. God damn it! Damn it! I'm so sorry. You motherfucker! I <laughs> swear to God, if you don't play the music. <laughs> And that's gonna do it for quickies. Thank you. You tried to Thank deprive you. me of the music. Well, I gotta fly out here right now, Dang. fight your ass. Hey, on the dead homies, oh, I'll gosh. come down there. <laughs> on the dead homies. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I had a meltdown. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, that was uh that was and you know what though? There's a there's another clip cuz he says he says a, a little bit more more to, there's a little bit more to it than that. That little bit that that got played. Let me let me give you the full business. But you you heard what he what he was saying. Basically, you know, don't come up in here with that bullshit um after you did what you did type type deal. Um but here's here's what how my man this is in direct relation to uh state representatives Justin Jones and Justin Pearson um and there was another woman there was another uh there was a woman with them uh so it was three of them it was three of them but only uh Jones and Pearson happened to be expelled from Tennessee Oh in Tennessee Tennessee. yeah yeah, so wow, they were the two that were expelled, and the young lady, <laughs> the the I say young lady, but the lady was was saved. 
she was allowed to stay there by the grace of one vote. So they were voting to get get her gone too, but it didn't quite happen. And and she herself, uh, in an interview later, said, "Oh yeah, it was because I was white." Um, so she even knew. But they all they all got together and they led a protest on the House floor. Um, the reps, uh, Jones and Pearson, had bullhorns. Uh, they were chanting stuff because they want to see something happen as far as as gun laws. They want something to happen. So in, in, in doing that, they they were like, come on, man, something has to be done. But but in that. Pearson and I don't know if you saw it, but he he kept himself together in a in a way that was. I mean, it was kind of beautiful. Did you all see it? No. Yo, this man. So after <clears throat> Farmer basically acts as if he's a child, he he just like actually, you know what? Let me let me play this clip because this one this one goes to the aftermath, and then I'll go back to what happens shortly after. Check check this out though. This is this is a good one. Oops. what we saw happen today. I mean, I, I know that's sort of obvious and in some ways, animus and racism and uh, power, uh, you know, misdeeds are, are not rational, but they, they've got a supermajority. Just, you know, just go about your business, just ignore it. You, the, the level of, I mean, you saw it on the faces of these Republicans when they got to speak, the level of rage and, and, and panic and it, it was so evident this was coming from like, a crazily deep place. There, there's no accounting for vitriol, Chris. There's no accounting for hate. The reason why these people, these Republicans, cannot take winning for an answer yes. is because they hate us. And like, I, I, I know that that like that level is is for certain white viewers kind of like hard to get your minds around. But like, what the racism comes from is hatred of black folks and that is why despite winning despite being on top despite controlling um so many of the levels of level levers of power you consistently have republicans shooting themselves in the foot to try you know they're willing to shoot themselves in the foot if that shot can go through and hit a black person because that is the level of hate they feel for our people and we all know it. We all understand it. Uh, black people understand what we're up against all the time. This is just one of those rare situations where white people are getting to see it out in the open, just how desperately they hate us, just how much they do not believe that we should be allowed to be equal citizens in this country. But this is what we fight about, and they're just showing it, right? This is this is what Trump taps into. This is the white male grievance that Trump has successfully tapped into to make himself the leader of the Republican Party. It's hatred. And I know, again, you're like, well, this is just racially charged. <laughs> Yo, Eli Mr. Wood, he was going off on uh, an interview on MSNBC. It, It's just ugly. And it's, 
It's in your face. Tennessee, like, don't they just showing themselves that don't care. We talk and we've talked on this show several times about everything that the Satan is doing in uh yeah, I said the Satan that he is doing in Florida. As if Florida is just this this thing. That's that's where the racism is. No. It's the whole nation. And here's another instance in which it's being exposed. This man stood up, and this man, I'm talking about Andrew Farmer, stood up and basically chastised this grown man, this peer, who was also a representative of the state. He chastised him like he was a child. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Like, who does this? Like, what is, and, and what is for, that about? And for him to have to get up. And, and honestly, did you did you watch his rebuttal? Oh, oh, the rebuttal? Oh, you want that thing? Which, which was which was excellent. Here you I go. Might Here you but, go. But the fact that somebody had to stand up and and speak up for themselves in a place like this, I, I mean, it it dude, I mean it, it it just makes you angry. <laughs> it's just so angry. I don't even know what to say about it, man. I I I don't know where to begin. I just can't believe it. Who are they so, fighting? So, Somebody fighting? Can I? Can can I? Can I? Can I? Can I re- reframe something right now? Reframe okay. it. All right. So I'm always, um, I always want to, you know, talk to people about phrasing and how phrasing works. All right. So we just listened to an interview where it was said that Republicans or white people hate. Okay. So did everybody hear that word? The word hate? Yeah. 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 Or yeah. hate hate people of color. Can you we all take a minute to reframe it and re-listen to it and recontextualize the word hate? Replace the word hate with fear. Mm-hmm. And then it would be more accurate. Yeah, but but look, hate hate is fear. You know, I'm what was it? Uh and I'll never forget, what was it? Um Higher learning, you know, they, they hate me because they ain't me. Mm. Look, I know what he says. We can replace the word all we want. But what the reality is, 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 is these people are now, you know, being targeted and ostracized because of their color. And, 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 and I'm talking about in, specifically in Tennessee in that form. Yeah. And, and, and that's the reality. It doesn't matter what we try to replace it with. No, no, we no, know, no. You, you and so, I, we know exactly what he means. No, 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 no. So hold on. Hold on, you're talking about you and I. What I'm saying is rephrase the word into something in which it actually is. Well, it makes better hate. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hate, you cannot deal with hate. Hate is done. Hate is non-communicative. Hate keeps you from going further. If I fear you and we talk and I learn you, I can take away fear. Fear. Mm. All right. Well, you've got to understand the English language understand how they used it to train us and retrain yourself to actually put yourself in a condition in which you can talk at the level that you need to talk to, to get understanding. Mm. Got you. Got you. Let, you know what? Let's take a minute to uh, listen to uh, the rebuttal. I I think this is the right one. Hold on. How many of you want to be spoken to that way? We're not talking about politics. We're not talking about even gun violence. How many of you would want to be spoken to that way? The reason that I believe 
the sponsor of this legislation, of this resolution, spoke that way, is because he's comfortable doing it. Mm. Because there's a decorum that allows it. Yeah. And, and, and there, there is more. But, but let's take a moment to stop right there. There's a, a decorum. There's, there's this forum that allows it. Because that right there, that's crazy when you really think about it. It is set up and it's, and it's acceptable to talk to another grown man in that fashion. And this, we're not talking about back in the day. We're not talking about, you know, Jim Crow times. We're, we're not talking about yeah. that. Because it wasn't acceptable then either. But, but we're talking about last week. Last week, this man, uh, Representative Farmer, stood up, and he wasn't the only one. Busso, uh, Gino Busso, did the same thing. Wanted to talk down to folks that have already proven themselves to be on the level with you. They were voted in. They're representatives of that state. They're on your level. But somehow, they find it find it okay to talk down on these people dr taylor what you got and there's this there's a lot there's a lot here bro like there there's there's a whole lot here uh part, part of part of some of the stuff that that we that we gotta unpack as well um is golly um there is a level of decorum that exists in these public places in these public hearings in these in these meetings Right. Uh, part of me also part of me wonders what did they think was going to happen when they grabbed blowhorns and started speaking out in this way, in this public setting, in this public forum, yeah. being one of the only three, only three Democrats in a super majority that exists in a place like Tennessee. Um, I, I think I think part of part of part of this is. We can we can draw a lot of attention to it. We can say a lot of things, but some of this was self-inflicted, I think, because let's be let's be honest with you. Let's be honest here with the type of the type of minority that exists there, and the only reason that they exist is because they represented Memphis, right? So let's kind of get that out the way, right? The heavily mm. black populated area yeah. of Tennessee. When you exist in a place where you are in an extreme minority, you have to be a little bit smarter with your moves and how you try to do things. You are in a red state. You are in a state that in no way, shape, or form has any intention on doing anything about gun laws. And they already came out and said it. They would much rather ban public trans, trans shows then deal with real substantive issues like gun reform. At what point did you think that standing up with a blowhorn and screaming from the mountaintop was going to make anything move on policy? As a matter of fact, this has distracted us more from actual policy change because now all we're talking about is a race issue that's going to just keep cycling into this never-ending loop of bullshit that's never going to stop. You're never going to change the minds of people in Tennessee 
But now we've completely distracted ourselves from what's really going on in any sort of gun law or gun reform. Because that, that conversation about racism, well, they're going to say, well, I'm not racist. They just acted out in a public forum, and this is what we said, and this is what we did, right? And we can get in our feelings all we want about being talked to like a, a child or not being, uh, not being respected the same way that our peers are, but you put yourself in that position. One, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that it should, it should happen. It is what it is. But it is what it is. And you accept that you accept that when you go to the state house of representing a place like Memphis, right? That's yeah. the same thing with our four black legislators that represent the U.S. the the state house in South Carolina, right? There's a certain way they gotta handle themselves when they go to the state house, period, or they're going to be called out on it. So I I don't I don't take anything away from them doing what they're doing and standing up. But now the issue has nothing to do about guns anymore. It's about what's going to happen to those dudes. And now there's a, you know, a recount or a recast to try to put them back in office and everything like that. So what, so what is that going to do? So and then there's yeah. some, there's some other stuff that came out where he said one of the brothers said that he actually wanted to be, uh, wanted to be expelled or dismissed because he had some aspirations in another, in another, in another, uh, division of politics or something like that. So there's a there's a whole lot to unpack there, fellas. But we got to stop putting ourselves <clears throat> in these situations where they can attack us on things like character and not understanding how politics work and how laws work and how these things work. Just because yeah. we get a wild hair up our ass and we're like, you gonna hear me no matter what. It's one of you them things what? where you, know, you gotta you play the game type of deal. Yes. You, you, you know what? You know what? You bring up a very good point. Okay. And I want to ask the general question because it was just said earlier and I want to relook at it. All right. So earlier it was said in this conversation right here that Jim Crow has went away, right? Well, who said well, no, that? no, no, no. That's just a, I'm just asking a question to move on to another question. Sure. It was said. Sure. It was okay. It was said that we're not living in Jim Crow times or okay. whatever. So, so to to Dr. Thomas's statement, okay, we still are. It's just in a different form. Jim Crow was all about systemically putting uh, practices and policies in place so we could never get a one a leg up by casting our vote. It had a whole lot. It had a whole lot of other stuff attached to it, but that was the premise. Okay, the vagrancy laws, putting our men in jail where they couldn't repopulate. That was so so they could control the population, so we couldn't have more voters. We're still only like twelve percent of the population. Eugenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, rephrasing what Dr. Thomas is saying, them doing what they did because all they do is. Hey, I attack this person of color this way. They're going to react this way. We're going to deal with the reaction, but we're never going to deal with the systemic problem with the that issue. we're talking about. Yes. Boom. Okay. Our systemic problem is we are not getting our people to cast their ballots. Come on, man. We got to go the deep. Systemic problem. Problem. Okay. And every time we do get people in place to attack that systemic problem, because 
the only way we ensure that our votes are being cast or, you know, polling is made accessible to us is to put people who understand us in those situations where they can vote on laws. Yeah. Okay. So the two people in there that are voting on laws, all we got to do is threaten their manhood or threaten something or make them look less than now we're all up in arms. They're out mm-hmm. and we don't have to deal with them anymore. Get right. smart. Okay. We're reactionary. Smarter than that. That's right. Reactionary. We're reactionary. We're playing the game. Jim Crow never left. It's just here and we're dealing with it in our times. We got to be smart enough to see it. Come on, man. That's yes. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. You kill more flies with honey than you do with water, right? You can't give them any reasons. The same thing I tell my kids, the same thing. Well, such and such did it. Well, you're not such and such. Mm. You can't give, you can't give nobody an opportunity to attack your character. You can't give them an opportunity to say, look at the, look at the black representatives from Memphis here, right? They don't know how to follow the rules of order Robert's rules. They don't follow decorum. They never should have been here in the first place. If they can't get along, if they wanted to say something, well, well, you you're you're limiting our ability to say no, sir. You get yielded time on the floor to say what you need to say when you need to say it. But y'all y'all felt like y'all was on the same level as that white girl that got up there who was the only other Democrat and was like, hey guys, let's get a blowhorn and stand up there. So they are forced to hear what we have to say, yeah, and go. we're gonna make them move on something, right? And at the end of the day, they protect her white ass by one vote, like they can't count heads in the room, <laughs> and they protect her by one vote, but expel you by multiple. Come on, well, man. It, 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 you are saying so. Let me rephrase it again. Let's rephrase and look at the argument. Okay, I'm gonna ask another question. This is a yes or no question. Okay. Was Jackie Robinson the first Negro or African-American to play in Major League Baseball? No. What's, what's the true answer to that question? Yeah, no. No. What, 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 so you got it right, but what's the true answer? What was he? He was the first Negro that was allowed to play mm. in Major Leagues. There was more Negroes before him. All right? He was the one that was allowed, and he was allowed because people looked at him and said, he's going to go through all of this. Of all the other Negroes, I think he's the one who can handle it. Okay? All right? We've got to understand. You know, I'm more like, it's Malcolm X now. Okay? Look who gained. And when they found out that these people of color made them more money, well, we're going to all get them now. Hmm. It's always economic, but we're not living in different times. It's just different for the times we live in. Hmm. It's thrown at you in a different way. People are more intellectual. There are more resources. You know, so. What, Sorry. What? No, no, no. You, you both you both bring up very, very valid points. What What do you say to this this question then? At what point do we not have to play a game where the rules change or are hidden uh, on a continual basis? At what point does that happen in this country? It'll Man. never. It'll never happen. 
You it'll never happen, happen because we didn't create the rules. And, and not only that, but but the rules are going to change when it now becomes advantageous to anybody but them. It, it's an ongoing thing. Look, when you start getting, let, let's let's be real. We we need some allies in certain places to make certain moves to do certain things. When those allies start coming into play, then the rules start changing. You're, it's not just that the rules weren't created for us, but they're going to change to make sure that, look, I think, I, I don't know if it was uh, CB, you stated this shows ago, somebody stated that America will always, and we weren't talking about a particular ethnic group, but somebody stated that America will always have a slave class, no matter what. And mm. it, it always, it's always going to change to make sure that this pecking order stays where it is. Some somebody is going to make a change. When we start seeing some progress, well, somebody's going to start. Look, and, and I'm not saying I don't want to say this like you know Obama was the great savior of. But if you look at some of the things that we're trying that that people try to put in place, and it doesn't matter what you're talking about, say Obama, Bernie Sanders, doesn't matter. You now have Trump come in, and now we take a sit a, a decade step back. You know, in certain things, and and it's now accepted. And this, the backlash of him even becoming president, is going to be something we're going to deal with for more than our lifetime. It's it's going to set other people up to 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 keep those rules where it's more advantageous to them. Well, it, it, you know what? It, here's a statement I made. Okay, I'm uh, I want to readdress a couple of things you said. Um, first thing, the statement I made was America is. Uh, a collection of unfair institutions. Okay. And all I said was the military was the fairest of the unfair institutions. Okay. Now, as far as Obama goes, um, it was a great thing. I never thought I would see it in my lifetime. Okay. It happened. But what you got to understand about Obama is they'll always give us a figurehead. Okay. Mm. And they'll say, see, yeah, y'all made a lot of progress. Pacified. All right, now, but here's the thing. Obama was not a descendant of a slave. Okay? Um, Kamala Harris is not a descendant of a slave. Don't think that is not taken into consideration when these decisions are being made. Okay? Um, the large majority of us here are descendants of slaves. And because we're descendants of slaves, we have systemically been taught to think a certain way. Like you walk into some place like, ooh, ooh, I don't think I belong in here. That is systemically taught to us. We have mm. to get over that, okay? And it takes us years and a lot of work and a lot of self-introspection and a lot of processing to get us to that point where I'm just as good as everybody else. My money's right. I qualify. Right. I belong in here, all right? But don't think just because you give me a black president Okay, who is not a descendant of slaves, then now you can say the playing field is equal. Right. Okay. Playing field ain't equal. They just put another uh, another person in the head of the, the playing field and they made sure that he didn't come from someone who could have served them or picked cotton on their farms. Wow. Like I said, man, that, that pacifies the community. Well, we don't even know. As a group, we don't even know it pacifies us. We just know, okay, oh. they did it. 
Okay, so so what pacifies? So we, we've talked about this before, and, and just to use it and, and use it loosely, but to turn on and say, I think we were talking about it one day on, uh, we, were talking, we were talking about Black History Month. You know, we we're talking about Black History Month. Okay, so now, hey, we're going to give the African-American community, the Negro community, the Black community, we're going to give this community, this is going to be your time, your month, you get this. And we're supposed to be like, yay, <laughs> you know? And a lot of people did, you know, a lot of people did, but it's just like, look, we, this, our history is so much more. And, and how dare anybody say that, hey, this is what you get, you should be happy with that, right? Yeah. You should be pleased with that, that should be enough. That should be enough to pacify you. So we, we here. don't do politics. That is the problem. We yes. don't do politics. In America. We watch in America. Mm -hmm. We don't. We watch it. We look at it. And then we get hyped up about somebody we like. Somebody we like is how we vote. Period. Pointblank.com. We don't do politics. Politics is an exchange. Politics is a get and give. What are you doing for our vote? What are you doing for our community? For we could get into a long conversation of, about Obama, but Obama didn't do a damn thing for our, for community. our community. And let's right. get and let's get that quick. Obama made. Let us see. Other than let us see that somebody who looks like us could pot, could be there. That, I always say that was a best. But he, he's just. He, just he's just mel he's just melanated. He really don't look like a let, let's, but, let's but you, but you know that, what I'm but you know what I'm saying. He's just the he's best. just melanated and you're right. That's a figurehead, right? They're like yes. let's 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 dangle this finger fingerhead figurehead in front of their eyes so we could not see about what he's really doing in the background, which is making or, or not rich rich people richer, white people richer, creating more loopholes through his insurance bill, through his economics and everything that he did. As a matter of fact. Trump got on stage, I think he was in a debate with Hillary, and he started running it down, and he was like, how did you think that I took advantage of these loopholes? Obama created these loopholes. Yeah. Obama You're made right. me richer. He gave us these opportunities to walk through and these things that helped us to get where we needed to be. The, the economic wealth gap of black people increased substantially during, during Obama's During the Obama term. administration. That, it, 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 it tripled over that time period. And so that's the thing. We don't do politics. Oh, he's black. I'm voting for him. Yes. But what is he doing for us? It, it, and so can I can I can I bring a couple of points up? Um, your point about if he's black, we'll vote for him. It almost worked with Herschel Walker. But we <laughs> right. know he wasn't qualified. Right. Right. No, wasn't qualified to be Ooh. up in there. But here's the problem with politicians and America and systemic America. Okay. When we talk about Americans, we do ethnicity. And then we say America. The only people we don't do that with, but we say um, native to, are Native Americans. When politicians think of Americans like this, American of African descent, American of Italian descent, American of Irish descent, American of Guamanian descent, you know, all of those things. Then you have the politician that's rephrasing the, the, the paradigm and starting to break the tip of the ice with putting America first. Because as long as they can say African-Americans, Italian-Americans, Irish-Americans, 
They can, they can make us all fight. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I always found it weird how the world's minority has such a stronghold on the world. Because, yeah, in America, you, I mean, hey, like you, you pointed out, 12, 13%, that's us, you know. But the world is of color. The world is. They, so it's just like those who lack pigment are the minority in the world. This is a stronghold for them. America is a stronghold. Attributed to the Portuguese. And they look and they and they will fight all day to keep that stronghold. That's what they're doing. That's why that's why the fight is so strong. And then for those who are 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 kind of less, you know, less racist, that still it was funny that Eli said the thing as far as shooting themselves in the foot. Those folks they they might not agree with everything that's coming from a Trump's mouth, from a, a, a Andrew Farmer's mouth in, in, in the case of Tennessee. They might not agree with everything that comes out of the mouth, but are they willing to shoot themselves in the foot just so you can catch up in the race? No, they're not. It's not going to happen. I, look, I've listened to you all. And I've worked on some political strategy committees. I've worked on campaigns for everything from judges to people running for um, house rep positions in Washington State, whatever. And I do have some disagreements, but the reality is they're kind of minor. So I'm not even going to go into them. But what I will say, I do think we come out. Um, I know like in my city in particular, Tacoma, yeah, Tacoma's a little black and it's a liberal area. We've had black leadership here and in Seattle for, you know, going back, we're talking about pushing 10 to 20 years. So it's not that black folks don't show up or that, that America itself isn't kind of liberal. What I think is happening is there is a demographic time bomb that's happening. It's slow, but it's happening. And you 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 go you go back about 20 years to a state like Tennessee, and you'll see their demographics, they had more white people. Um you come there this year, white people most likely make up less of the population. And the thinking is that the white vote represents the Republican vote and the Republican vote represents a stronghold by non-melanated Americans, whatever. But what's happening regardless is the demographic change is happening for thousands, for not thousands of years, hundreds of years. Um, there's a migration of people leaving rural areas, coming to city areas. Um, City areas tend to be more liberal because everybody's living together. But then you have the creation of the suburbs. Suburbs kind of leans almost conservative. The reason that I bring all that up is just to say that while there are gains being made by people that you might say are more Republican leaning or conservative, I don't like none of the damn titles because none of them match anything. But, but what's 
happening is their stronghold is they're losing their stronghold and they're trying to find any way. Rather, we talk about January 6th, rather, we talk about the Black Lives Matter protests, rather, we talk about this shit in Tennessee. They're well aware that they're losing their stronghold and they're trying to make laws that restrict voting and keep people away. But but people are coming. It's not going to stop. The people are coming. The people are voting and they're trying to stop them. If they weren't worried about us showing up to the polls, they wouldn't be making these laws. So the, the, so, so I have a, I have a, I have just a general statement on, on, on what you're saying, because I'm always excited about people availing themselves of the democratic process. I'm always excited about people working on political campaigns and all that. Okay. What mm-hmm. I am really concerned about, okay, being a black man, raised in poverty, brought up on the streets to today, all right? Anybody, okay, who avails themselves of the democratic process, anybody who has went to school, anybody who um, has parents that are in the democratic process has a segue into the democratic process. The people who need to be educated are people who wouldn't vote at all. Ray Ray, Pookie, the ones standing on the corner, the ones dealing the dope, all of that stuff, that is a voting block that has not been tapped into and will never be tapped into, okay? And that voting block, generally, if we can tap into those, will change the paradigm, okay? Now, um, with that said, okay, tapping, okay, tapping into, that, into that political base would change the tide of voting and who we can uh, elect and get in there, all right? Um, You can't tell me that, and here's the other point that I wanted to bring up. They could, all right, from the day the person gets a social security number to their 17th and a half birthday, have them pre-registered to vote because that's the only thing that qualifies, all right? They could tie that in, all right? Voting would be totally different. Right, so they already know that they can do it. Every child in this country gets a social security number, which makes them automatically able to vote at the next election after their 17th birthday. But do you think they'll do that? Hell no. Because then you will see true polling information. You'll see true data on people who are eligible to vote. If you made it as easy as the draft, registering for the draft, okay, then you would have true voters. Then we will see what this country looks like. All right. So let me let me let me say something. Let me say something on this because we we could talk about voting. We could talk about who, what, when, and some strategies for that. At, we could go all night talking about that, and I think it's valid, one hundred percent. But it really also comes down to numbers. You aren't going to swing elections on black votes. Mm-mm. Period. Nope. None. Nope. Period. DC, the only Period. one that we outnumber anybody in. And, and Period. They ain't got no votes. I don't know if I agree with that because we no, tend no, no, no. to, for no reason, vote as a block. Let them finish. Let oh, them finish. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But what we're doing is we're co-opting blackness in order to do that. We are trying to say in America now, people of color, POC. And I noticed you said that earlier, right? Somebody mentioned that earlier about the coloredness of the world. 
So we know as the people that we can't necessarily move elections unless we really collectively all do it, which we don't. So we can't collectively move things unless we start growing our numbers, right? And so one of the ways we do that is to start co-opting blackness. And my man used another term, the descendants of slavery, right? I follow Yvette Smith, Antonio Moore online, Tone Talks, y'all should definitely check them out. They are the leaders on reparations, the leaders of uh, what we talk about with American descendants of slavery, ADOS people. We can't afford to be in a situation where we start co-opting our blackness. We want to take in the struggle of our Mexican brothers and sisters. We want to take in the struggle of these other people, these other quote-unquote brown people, right, that don't represent the struggle of ADOS people in America. My man, we just said it, that we didn't elect an ADOS president. He is not an American descendant of slavery. Kamala Harris is not an American descendant of slavery. These people do not represent our struggle, but they will say here are these people, these people are immigrants. The only reason these people are here is because of the Immigration Act that was passed in this country. Opportunities, more opportunities were opened up for immigrants to come to America than American descendants of slavery. So we have to get out of this mindset of co-opting our blackness to gain numbers because what it's doing is it's actually diluting our numbers. It's diluting our case. It's diluting our cause because the Mexican brothers and sisters, how are they voting in Florida? They're not voting the way we want to vote. They're voting Republican, right? Because they see in jobs and opportunities and all of this, and that's what they want. So when we're saying, hey, guys, come over here and let's all be people of color together, they're like, hell yeah, we'll take that all day because they're not those other groups of people are not going to pull together for that black kid. Hmm. They're just not going to do it. But we're so welcoming of that, right, because we think it's going to help us in numbers, but it's actually hurting us in numbers. There you go. Hmm. See that? So we got to think we got to think about what our cause really is when we start going and talking about doing politics. We have to do politics the same way they do politics, the same way there were provisions for the federal money, the COVID money that went out for specific groups of people, specific Mm. groups of people. Indian Americans were included in that. Native Americans were included in that. Where did we see? Black people, ADOS, represented specifically in the bill, in the COVID money bills. There were specific groups of money that went to specific groups of people in that. Yeah, but that's the that's part of the consequence of Black folks. I'm not saying we should vote Republican at all. I'm saying as a block, we blindly vote Democrat. Without question. So, we so don't Democrats... Do don't have to give you anything because they don't have to promise you anything and they don't have to make good on that promise. And I don't know how to correct that. I guess, you know, if I be thug with that shit, if niggas just stop voting Democrat all the goddamn time. But I don't want to teach the Democrats a lesson and vote in a bunch of Republicans and have them totally do the Republican, the modern Republican thing. Because 
it's shitty. It's the lesser so I, you two know, I don't know where to go with it. I don't know well, where to go with it. Here's what you have to understand: that the Democratic Party is historically not the party of black people. It, right. True. Very true. Fact. Very true. Okay. It happened in the seventies. That's and switched. they based right. that party. They right. based, you know, moving the 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 color of that party off of um, Dr. King's. I have a dream speech that one day I will not be um, judged by my color. My kids will not be judged by the color of their skin, but of the content of the character. That's why you have things or, or we're characterized African-Americans or urban music. All right. Um, all of these things, all of these other ways to say black started coming to be. Okay. And then you have the turning where, Democrats, traditional Democrats become Republicans, and traditional Republicans become Democrats. Because my great grandmother, huh? The Dixiecrats. Yeah, because my grandmother, who was from Danville, Virginia, who uh, was born in 1914, she was a registered Republican and voted Republican in every election until she died. Okay, because that's not the party of our. Our, our our forefathers, our F, uh, our our, uh, our, our uh, ancestors. ancestors. You're you're 100 right. We have to we have to stop pledging allegiance to political parties. It's the same way. It's the same thing that they did in those elections. Somebody said it earlier. If they may not like everything that Trump has to say, but they like some of the things that he's doing for them, and they're willing to overlook some things that he says and does because what he's doing for their 401ks and for their retirement funds and all of this other stuff. But my question is this. Politics is an exchange, and we have to keep that in mind. If there is a Republican candidate on the table that says, I am for reparations for American descendants of slavery, I am for full cash payment reparations not only for cash payment, but for programs as well. And I'm not talking about no bullshit um, Article 55, uh, to a study to conduct reparation assessment. You know, we, we are past that point. We've got the leading economists out. Darity has talked about it. There's The leading economists are out right now on what it takes to repay the debt that American owes to American descendants of slavery. There is a Republican candidate that is willing to do that would you not vote for would you not vote for them because they're Republican? And you know what the crazy thing is? <laughs> the crazy thing is that all sounds fine and well. A lot of people would not vote for that person just because they lie in the Republican Party. Wow. Right. Okay. Th- and that's knowing, the point. Not knowing we don't do history. politics. Yeah, exactly. Wow. We, we don't, don't understand. Politics. Yeah, that that the in the best in, in the best uh in the best administrations and in the best Congresses and the best Senates, it was all about a back and forth play. Exchange. What are you going to do for us as the people for our vote? What are you going to do? You want our vote. What are you going to do for us? I'll say now we're in this winner take all. Right, right. Okay. At the risk of sounding cheesy, communication is a motherfucker, man. If oh, yeah. you, yeah. if we, 
we've talked about things like school shootings and stuff, and we need more gun control, more gun control. That is what comes out the voice of somebody who lives in an urban area where you have a lot of people living in a certain square mileage and whatever. If I live in South Dakota, I don't want no goddamn gun control because I'm too far away from everything and there's a bunch of wild animals and shit lurking around each corner. And I need my eight-year-old to be able to lay down some lead on something like a bear or something coming at me. But a dog people have to but or if I see the dog humping the girl, and by the way, I don't give a damn. I read up. That girl did that shit. She had three dogs with her and she had the German shepherd from the video was in the car when she crashed. That bitch just did that shit. But all I'm saying Bitch, stop fucking the goddamn German Shepherd. She was married to one of them. She was married to one of the German Shepherds. Um, If you listen to this, leave the German Shepherd alone. But um, in all reality, though, Americans don't see other Americans. It's And the experience that every person in this country has is widely different. We're all black, but sometimes some of the stuff y'all say, y'all, some of y'all live in the South. I live in the Pacific Northwest. I don't experience America the way y'all do. When you say black folks ain't coming out to vote, I'm like, yes, we are. You know what I mean? I, I feel uh, shit. Even if I look at Georgia, I feel like they are. We experience and intake this country different. And you can't just put one set of laws for everybody because it don't fit everybody. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. But that's what the politics is for, right? But I do think, it's not that I think black folks should vote not Democrat. But if our vote is a shoe-in, which is what it turned into over time, they don't have to do anything for us. And you know, the there are some folks that have less interest in making sure black welfare is taken care of, Republican Party, whatever, even though I don't even fully agree with the own shit I just said. Because the reality is, I think most black folks is more conservative than they are liberal. Mm-hmm. We're liberal yeah. in terms of treating everybody equal and equality. Most black Fiscally folks believe in God Fiscally and go to church. That's right. That's most right. black folks believe in God. Most black folks go to church. Most, most black folks in philosophically adhere to the Ten Commandments and things like that. That's actually way more in line with Republican shit. Yeah. So... So we're in this, it's, it's like a fucking conundrum because we're at a point where we don't know which, well, we do know which way to go. We keep going Democrat. But they've stopped giving us stuff, quote unquote, basically since five, 10 years after King was slain. Hmm. And we've been on a downhill trip because every, every measurable black stat basically peaked at, um, during the civil rights time frame. And then it's all been downhill since then. And and a chunk of that, I would imagine, is political. Because we did just go one way and we didn't have nobody going to bat for us no more. We let them put stuff that destroyed the family. We let them put do things that... Really, a lot of it's the destruction of the family. Oh, yes, yes. Women not being able... To receive welfare if a man was in the home. If a man was in the home. Uh, and, and then fast forward, you guys said eugenics earlier. Planned Parenthoods in every goddamn hood across America. How many Hold black up. babies ain't weren't born this last month that are going to be voters 18 to 20 years from now? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So yeah. we 
are playing right into the shit too if I speak we. But I don't think I'm just like none of y'all, and I ain't like none of y'all. We're completely different. Yeah. But so it's I, I think it's a mistake to say we should lean one way or lean a, a, a different way. I think we should break into pieces and get them to start pandering to us while we still have time because we're kind of running out of time because we did it to ourselves. Well, Hillary had the hot sauce that time. She was... Oh, man. <laughs> do, do do the actual politics. Hillary's the absolute worst politician. Yeah, we got to do the, we gotta yeah. do the work. We got we we to gotta educate ourselves. Thank you. Thank Dr. D... They all the worst. Of course, of course. <laughs> we yeah. can't. We, we can't really win. But you can kind of win if you change your color from white or black just to green, and mm. you do what helps you win green. But then you can end up losing that way too. But it's it's all, too it's it's all been about green since the Portuguese invented the mm. concept of race. Mm. Yeah, it was about green. green. That's fact. Shut your black ass up. <laughs> hey, I'll say this before. before <laughs> hey. Before we move to the next thing, I I found the the comments of the uh, Speaker of the House for Tennessee very interesting, and he pretty much equated the uh, the outburst, if you want to call it that, of Jones and Pearson going through the the spot with the bullhorns and everything. He equated it to an insurrection. He equated it to January six. And I think part of that... Was, That's fucking bullshit. It, no, Sorry. it is. No, it is. It is. But I think it goes back to what Dr. T was saying as far as not playing by the rules, giving them an opportunity to equate it to January 6th. Yeah. It's nowhere near. Yeah. It's nowhere near the same thing. But he sat there and, and he did it anyway. And he was allowed to do so. And there's going to be some people that nod their heads and say, yeah, it is the same. Well, um, I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I guess we got to we got to we got to move on. And it's it's time for for this thing. Hey, good conversation. Yeah, this this uh, this week's random is is brought to you. Thanks to the good people at Early and Sons Barbering, LLC. They've moved locations. They're now at 705 Old Trolley Road in Somerville, South Carolina, Suite 203. So check them out if you get the opportunity. All right, random-ish, here it is. This is, I don't think it's as good as last week's, but it's still good. Here's a story that comes to us from Complex, but they wrote it about a video that was shared with uh, from People Magazine. After three kids and 10 years of marriage, Selena and Joseph Quinones discovered that they were related. They are cousins. So the question to you all, if you found out your significant other was your cousin and you had already, <laughs> already put in 10 years of marriage, and you blew that back out and produced three kids. What's the next <laughs> step, man? Well, I mean, like, where, where are you going from there, man? Let, let's go. I, I, let's, I, can, I, I can answer this question. Go ahead. Is your wife your cousin? First, answer that, answer that question. No, no, my wife is not my cousin. Okay. <laughs> Don't be lying. Don't you be lying. All right. All right. Uh, so 
European uh, monarchy has been doing it for years. So basically what you're saying is you stand put. No, I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm asking. You stand oh, put. Uh, uh, That's what I'm you said. That's you what said. it sounds like you're saying. I, what, what, what I'm doing? Hey, what would you do? I don't know. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I would just give an example. I'm not going to say <laughs> what the hell I would do because I ain't in that situation. What if you Good were? Lord, what Lord if you were? I don't. That ain't as cut and dry. As yes, it, yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. You basically said it was good enough for the Wait king. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because let's look. look, look. Let's That's take a time machine. Let's take a time machine. It was just a week ago in random ish where you said what they look like. That's what, what I would have said. Well, how she look? That was last. That was just last week. That was just last week. What they look like? That was your question. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna abstain, abstain from this one because y'all, y'all, the ish is just really big time. Ish hey. I don't know what the hell gotta, I do. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what I. All do. right, so you want to look? We'll come back. He to got you. a couple cousins. No, no, no. We'll, we'll come on. back to you, D- uh, Dino, King Dino. What do we got? Oh, good God! How do you come up with this random? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know. That's, hey, I'm, I'm ready to hear your answer. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> look, We're look, coming look, back to man, you, look. CB. Don't, don't, hey, don't run. Don't run. Look, man, you've got, you've got Ten a years, family now. Three kids. Ten years, man, you're invested. What are you going to do? <laughs> what, what would you, I'm sorry. Man, you I'm nasty. Good. So we know what we, we know what you're doing. You know, hey, look! How you gonna ask your little cousins? Hold, hold, oh, hey, hold, hold on! That family reunion. The, wow! The, the, thing is, the thing is, is you've already done it. That's what I'm I just, saying. I just don't understand it, and, and I'm trying to understand it. Stand it, stand it, stand it. No, you've you've already done it. There, uh, there's no, there's no. Look. You have a choice, and you that choice is now it's gone. I mean, you could you could always go. At that point, you in holy matrimony. You said you got married and had three kids. You yeah. have to keep doing it. That's so, <laughs> that's the only way forward. You know what though? If the kids are healthy, I guess you know. I don't know. Doctor okay, King, what if one? So no, what so, if so, one so, of them look messed up? So <laughs> so wait, so wait, so so King Dino. Am I correct in saying that you're you would stay? Look, look you're staying. If 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 you find out. Ten years into a marriage. Yes, they were married in 2006. Kids. They got then, they got a I DNA th- test in 2016. I don't. I don't think you have any choice. I think you got to stay. So you're staying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. One for staying, yeah. Doctor T. But it's it's really a lot more common than we really want to give it credit for. Bert. That oh. probably happens a lot more especially in our DNA, in our history, Mm -hmm. and where we come from, right? There is a lot of intermingling and mixing and breeding of our people that happened that brought these kind of close familiar relationships together. Mm -hmm. So that probably happens a lot more than we are willing to give it credit for. But I I agree. After 10 years, if the kids don't have three heads or, you know, there's like... (laughs) some incredible malformations because once you get past like third cousin like second or third familial cousin or something like that then you you the dna has been watered down enough for it not to be incest bro so at that point 
you know, at that point, you got to stay with what you got, bro. There's no sense of uprooting your entire family <laughs> based on something that you didn't know. Because, again, that happens a lot, right? You. you know, people uh, you hear that, Cousin Sheree? You know, <laughs> I'm coming for you. That's what you're saying. I'm coming for you. This dude, this dude can't wait. Cousin Sheree, Doctor T just said three times removed, water down enough, it's cracking. So Doctor T is staying. <laughs> Doctor T, he's a he's staying. He's staying. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Doctor Brooks, w- w- what are you doing? Well, if I just found it out, I'm gonna be like, how much money are you making again? And then I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna do some math. Well, if, if we're going it. with the Quinones deal, she is. Well, what does she look like? What does she look like? She is a realtor. <laughs> she, well, yeah, she's not bad looking. She's an attractive woman. Uh, she's a realtor in in Colorado. How many cousins removed is she? You didn't even say. Uh, it it don't sound like they too many removed because. <laughs> oh, like they just one removed. It, Shit, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty. It's there. They they. But in she look. You say. But you say she look good, huh? She's not. <laughs> She, no, she, yeah, she ain't bad looking. On my mom or my dad's side? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying. He's yeah, staying. he's staying. <laughs> he's trying to find all kind of staying. excuses. No, right. I'm, no, look. Sometimes you got to think about the other person. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're doing? You're doing it for them. All right, so. Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not gonna be doing it for me. That's selfish. Oh, I already told my people. For the family, I, already, look, look, I told my people when I came across this here. I already told them. Look, you, hey, I, I done knocked the bottom out that thing. We just might as well just keep that thing going. So it looks as though everyone, because CB didn't want to. He didn't want to admit it. He didn't want to say it. But he 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 would stay put. He would stay put. And and here's the thing. It was it was kind of. Dr. T was kind of skirting on it. ADOS folks, y'all cousins, stop playing. Already. Y'all cousins. Real talk. They used to sit there and take folk and travel them around to different plantations for the sole purpose of blowing backs out. That's it. So I I, I do have one comment. You do have a cousin? You that she's your cousin? Is that what you was about to say? Are we, are we speaking English? Comment. <laughs> Comment. You say, hey, it started I, with a C. I thought you was about to I say cousin. I did think he said I do have one I, cousin. I, I do have one cousin, I though. He was like, okay, I see you got your one cousin. <laughs> nah, he, so, he finna, he so, finna reframe it for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> about to reframe that shit. That boy loves to reframe it. Reframe it for a CB. He gonna reframe his cousin. So, first, I want you all to watch the movie Mandingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen it. Yeah, Been yeah, there, yeah. seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, where where they tell whoever was Ken Norton to breed with with this young lady, mm. and then someone says over to the side, you know they're brother and sister. Oh lord! And he said, well, they're animals. Uh, it doesn't matter. Mm. We'll get a strong buck out of it. See. Okay, so uh, we're all to that degree don't know who we are. We don't know who we are pa- past being let off on the ships. Well, here's the thing. There's a song. And the other, hold, but hold, here, here's another thing. You know what song I'm we, Well, hold on. We don't know who we are because we were bred with masters, okay? And they had babies, which they didn't acknowledge, except for, you know, when it was advantageous to them. Yeah. You know, so you, you in this country, if you are 
a descendant, Adolf. I like that. I'm yeah, it's that. clean, ain't it? You're an, an American descendant of uh, uh, Amer- slavery. African descendant of slavery. American okay, descendant you, of slavery. That you don't know who you are. You do. So know. that is you related. And, and, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you. Well, no, no. I'm saying that's for your little scenario. But I'm saying, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that Dana, that Dana is a motherfucker. <laughs> Cause motherfuckers finding out shit. That no, no. dude. No, man, no, that no, Dana. No, I found, no, no. I'm gonna tell you. So I'm on Ancestry, right? About two years ago, this young woman reached out to me and my sister. Okay. We found a sister, or she found Uh-oh. us that we didn't know we had. Mm, that was from who? Your adoption. mom or your daddy? Oh. My dad. My dad. Okay. And my dad didn't know who. Didn't know she was there. She is our sister. Y'all better leave you know, that, she, uh, that DNA shit alone. That happens a lot. That happens a lot, bro. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. to three people hey, I hey, work with. Hey, and we and we did all the research because she didn't know, you know, she was looking for our father from another name. And then when we said, no, the name's not this. This is the name he went by, but this is who he actually is. And she was like, oh. And then brought it to our brought the picture to our father. Okay, who has dementia. And he's looking at Good this thing. picture. We're like, we're like, we're like, hey, Pop, do you know this this young lady? He's shaking his head. He's saying no, but shaking his head yes because <laughs> wow. he can't lie no more. He's lost the ability to lie. Dang. Okay, so when you take how we came to this country and what we lost before, how we were abused, okay, and mixed all together, and then how we couldn't maintain familiar relationships Mm. throughout the years because of systemically the father had to be out of the home to get um, money so that the, yeah, that so that the family could survive, that's going to come up a whole lot more. And we, and we're all saying to ourselves, because it's seven of us now, we just used to know each other at six. It's seven of us. Now we're like, there's going to be more. Wow. So, so I'll, I'll say one thing as well. Let we let's let's honor that. We kind of also think of that as a is in a lot of cases is very traumatic. It's very, um, it's it's very unfortunate the way that happened. But from a from a scientific perspective, that's created an incredible biodiversity that exists in our population of people. Yeah. By by doing that, why do why do we look the way that we look? Why do we live the way that we live? There's a lot of there's some negative things that go along with that, but let's take something like sickle cell, which is very very common to the African continent to a certain group or type of people. If you keep breeding people that ha- I say breeding, but if people keep procreating with other people with sickle cell, yeah. right? You continue to create a version of a group of people that either have the trait or have that disease of sickle cell. The diversity that exists in our population, we have almost been able to breed to breed out diseases like sickle cell, right? That may, most people may end up only having the trait for at this opportunity, but don't express any of the symptoms of sickle cell. Any one of you, if you go do your ancestry or you look at your DNA, you are not 100% black by any means. You're probably at most probably 80, at most, if even 80, 40 in some way, shape, or form, right? So there is some diversity that exists in your DNA 
that actually is is to our advantage. Think yeah. about think about that that dog, right? That mixed up ass lab that used to live in your neighborhood, oh, I thought, right? I thought you were talking about a girl's dog. Right. It could yeah, have I been. I was like, wait a minute. I said, I don't want to think about that. Where is That's he going with bread. this? She only, she only go after the purebreds, <laughs> right? But you think about that mutt lab that lived in your neighborhood. That was Lab, Pitbull, mm. and three other dogs. That dog would live forever, bro, on the street, right? That dog might live 15 years. That's the diversity of the species. You go out and you get, you spend $2,000 on an AKC 100% pure lab, the only way to continue to get that bloodline is to inbreed them, to yeah. make them pure. And we're right? talking, so, you're talking about from a scientific point of view. From, right, yeah. from a scientific point of view. Exactly. Right. Let's you look create at it, biodiversity when you do that. Let's look at it from a, 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 a mental type thing, a social type, type way. You imagine you being on an island in the Pacific. Hmm. There's a way that people are in Hawaii. I don't know how many of you have been, but there's a way. They call it the uh, aloha spirit, if you will. I remember being in a store one day, and a little Hawaiian boy came up, and he asked me something. Uh, I think he wanted me to reach something for him or something, but he called me uncle. Mm-hmm. If... If, as Ados people, if we adopted something like that, instead of the entire crab in the in the barrel type type thing, if we looked at each other as if we were all related, I think things could be a lot different. I mean, I I think you have some. I mean, we use the term loosely but at the same time we mean it you know we we call each other brothers all the time um and, and but at the same time it, it, it's not just a term of endearment but it, it really is a a feeling of brotherhood and yeah. and so we treat each other as such i i think that there's a large part of our community who who does feel that way and but it, it's a, it's enough of our community that that doesn't you know, so, so no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I lived in, living in Guam, same thing, yeah. you know, they, they, they will, they will tell you straight up. It doesn't matter what, what village you come from, what your tribal ties are. Somehow we're all cousins. We're all family and they treat each other as such, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, at one time, you know, I remember my, my dad, you know, talking to me about when he was growing up in the, in the fifties and the sixties and, you know, in like the early seventies and, you know, when, when, you know, people would walk up to one another and if you're black, you, you look at each other with a, a level of respect that we've been through something that, that we can understand. Yeah. And you, you, you speak, you say, hello, you know, my dad was like, I used to always wonder if my dad would look at somebody and he'd be like, Hey, right on. You know, they wouldn't say anything else. And, you know, I'm a little kid. I, I don't understand, but my dad like, broke that down. Everybody. <laughs> but, 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 the, but, but the breakdown, but the breakdown was, is look, the, the the more we we treat each other you know with with respect and, and value you know the more we grow somewhere down the road you know we've we've turned away from that and i'm not saying everybody because everybody's not like that man i like i said i i can i can look at each one of you right now and if i i call you brother it it means a hey, aries if you call me right now i'm getting in my car and i'm coming over what do you need how can i help you some chips you know some chips 
community, community, community based thinking, man. Thinking yeah. as a thinking mm-hmm. as a thinking as a collective as opposed mm-hmm. to the individualism that exists nowadays, bro. And that's what yeah. we really have to get back to. But where it starts is it starts in the younger generations because what you're yeah. saying has to be taught. It has to be taught to the kids because nobody else is gonna give it to them. Well, I, this is the exact thing that I do with my boys. I got two young boys, they eight and six, about to be nine and seven, right? Whenever I teach them about the subtleties of things like the head nod, right? When mm-hmm. you walk into a brother, you see a brother in the store, right? You might hit them with the head nod. Or when you introduce, when I introduce them to somebody, right? There's sometimes, I, I laugh about the that whole skit that Key and Peele did. I don't like everything they did, but the whole, the whole, when, when a brother man sees another brother man, the difference in the handshake, right? And I'll tell my, <laughs> I, I, I talk to my yeah. boys about that, right? You know, you yeah. could go out for the regular handshake, but I'd be like, man, that's that's a brother man, right? Or, you know, I'll say like, that's a brother man or a soul brother, right? And then you change from the like regular handshake to, you know, this, <laughs> this dap. one right you there. You give some dap. You see, you go into the dap, right? So it's an unspoken language. Yeah. And it's it's an unspoken language, right? And they won't yeah. understand that unless we pass that on to them. Yeah. That's and so true. there's nothing wrong with doing that because that's cultural. That doesn't make you better than anybody else. That's but right. it brings this kind of sense of community that when I see another black man, I'm not afraid of that black man. That's right. Well, I don't think that that black man intends to do me harm, right? I'm going to seek first to understand. I'm going to seek first to give that brother a chance where the world says, if you see a black man walk on the other side of the street, Mm -hmm. if he looks, you know, if he's wearing a hoodie, you better cross over or you better hold your purse or you need to move to the other side because that's a threat. And subconsciously that passes down to our kids, especially when you live in an area that may not be predominantly black or that may have a white culture like where we live in Somerville, right? So I have to teach my kids those subtle things that they, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, bro, and that we had a black culture there. I was born in it. I was raised in it. I grew up in it. And I saw a lot of different variations of it. But we have to teach our kids how to be community-based, think about each other. How does what we do affect us as a people, mm-hmm. right? How does what we do, my boys like baseball. Right. So I'm teaching them everything about baseball. I teach them not only about what they see on TV, but where did we come from in baseball? That's how my man asked that question about 42. I knew that right off the bat. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the other dudes. It was there was a lot of other brothers like Satchel Page, Central Page and uh, Gibson, Gibson. You know, right. Yeah. I, a no, matter of fact, yeah. I got I just put it up. Right? Kansas City, Monarch, Sat, right? So I teach them about the culture and they will go up to their coach. And be like, Coach, do you know about the Negro Leagues? And the best thing to do is see a white baseball coach at Little League go like, mm-hmm. when your kids say, do you know about the Negro Leagues, right? So you know I'm, you know, my kids know where they come from. They know that baseball, you know, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. their culture, they know that, and we have to put that in them. And it's okay because the Jew, our Jewish brothers and sisters teach their kids about their culture and who they are and where they come from. We can't teach back to Africa, but we could teach the culture that we created in this country as American descendants of slavery. Because that same, very same culture that we created here is being adopted, manipulated, 
stolen mm. and used by almost every other race of people in this country. Yeah. So Absolutely. we have to teach our boys and we have to teach our kids where to do that. And that's where it starts. Yeah. And and I will say that, Doc, well said, but I will say that to anybody who's listening also, and I know we've spoken before on this panel about it, but, you know, that's why it's so important to get out and volunteer, you know, because even though as, as much as I can teach my kids, you know, that's just a couple of kids, we get out and volunteer, you know, you, you can reach a whole lot more, man, if you got the time, if you got the time, you, you got to take it. I mean, volunteering is, we always talk about how can we get our community back? Well, well that's it. You know, and, and you said it, you you got to reach the youth, man. We're, you know, most of us are in our, our 40s, you know, so so we're not these kids anymore. We've gained a level of maturity. Most of the kids that, that I mentor right now are between the ages of 9 and 12, right? That, that's a that's a pivotal moment in their lives. That's a time where now they're, they're able to be shaped and, and see something other than just what they know, which is that's- what pop culture. Coach not to cut you them. off, bro, but that's that's the time where they're not cute anymore, right? <laughs> that's the time yep. where little black boys and girls turn from being cute to threats. That's the time when they say, I can't play with you anymore because you're black, mm. right? right? I can't be with you. Or you start becoming looked at by the authorities in the school mm. or the people who are in charge of you as behavior-related having issues because of your black. So you're right. That is a pivotal time and it's happening younger and younger. That's right. In our kids. So you're right. You, you have to, you have to volunteer. You have to give your time. That's it. Indeed. Hey, gentlemen, I want to thank you all for uh, being on there. We're going to close this thing on out as we, we gotta do, but, uh, but yeah. This has been another fine episode of all that ish. Follow us on Instagram fanbase, Facebook, and Twitter at allthatish underscore official. And give us a call at 757-504-0829. This episode has been brought to you in part by Reframing Framers. We've got you covered no matter the topic. And Jim and Tony's P-Knuckle cards. P-Knuckle ain't the same, but with these, you slamming. Take care.